And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Tuesday, May 18th edition. Got a 14-game slate on tap for you for a Tuesday. Hope everybody had a great Monday. White Sox went bananas. Cole pooped the bed. Kikuchi was good enough. Uh, lots of roll because Freed was okay. Um, it, was, it was a hit and miss across the board, but uh, lots of offense where you could find it on, on the ones we liked. But uh, even the Yankees let us down. Texas did their thing. Very, very interesting evening. Very, very interesting as they're wrapping up the uh, last couple games here. As I record, um, you can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you want to chat it up, the free Fantasy DJ and Slack chat, come help uh, hit us up and join us over there. If you'd like to read my written content for MLB DFS, it's at rotoballer.com. Tuesday is my free DraftKings article, so come check that out. Also, go check out Rotoballer's uh, YouTube channel where you can watch this podcast Monday through Friday. Subscribe, like, and share the goodies there. And the podcast is on all of your listening plat- platforms, so if you can give a rating review on uh, iTunes, I would truly appreciate that as that is the currency to help the podcast grow. So with all that being said, 14-game slates, uh, weather concerns for tonight or weather interest for tonight. Boston-Toronto wind blowing in from left field about 16 miles an hour. It's supposed to be high 80 still in Dunedin and humid, so the ball should be flying just fine. White Sox-Minnesota blowing in from right field about 11 miles an hour. Washington and the Cubs blowing out to the left field about 13 miles an hour. Wrigley, 30% chances of rain. Milwaukee and Kansas City, 30% chances of rain. The totals on this slate, Tampa at Baltimore, 9. White Sox, Twins, 8. Pirates, Cardinals, 7.5. Yankees, Rangers, 9. Indians, Angels, 8. Astros, A's, 8.5. Rockies, Padres, 7. Tigers, Mariners, 8. Obviously, we're waiting on many more totals for this lovely 14-game slate. Let's get cracking. The pitching on this slate kicks it off at $10,200 with the one and only Brandon Woodruff of the Milwaukee Brewers, who has just been absolutely outstanding this year. 164 ERA on the season. Back to back 30 plus point performances. He has three uh, 30 plus point performances in the last four starts. He's basically 20 points or higher. I'd say 17 points or higher in seven straight starts, 20 or more in six of seven. The dude's been an electric factory, back-to-back 10-plus K outings against St. Louis and Philadelphia. Now he goes to Kansas City, and he's in line for another beautiful start if the weather permits, facing a Royals team that you can take a slumping Royals team, a team striking about 23.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 232 average, 153 ISO, and a 94 WRC plus five best. Their average against right-handed pitching with some strikeout upside for uh, Woodruff. Love him at 10-2. He's the top-priced pitcher on the slate for a very good reason. Zach Wheeler's $10,000 at home against the Miami Marlins. Wheeler is has been very, very good this year. Some outings a little less lackluster than others, but six or more Ks in all but one outing this season. He's he's shown a ceiling of like 30 to 40 points. He's also kind of around 15 points sometimes. So he's very, very volatile, not a cash game play, but does have some tremendous GPP upside, especially if you want to pivot off a, a potentially popular Woodruff in this outing. He's facing a Miami Marlins this team that strikes out over 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. With a 128 ISO and an 84 WRC plus, Wheeler brings a very, very intriguing profile to the mound tonight against Miami at ten thousand dollars in your tournaments. Extreme upside. There's always volatility with Wheeler. Like certain outings, he's walking too many guys or finding too much of the zone that happens with him. But then there's other outings where he just straight dominates, puts up thirty to forty fantasy points, and you're not going to find that from many other pitchers on any slate, let alone this one. So Wheeler at ten thousand, really good tournament play, especially a pivot off of Woodruff. Woodruff is your cash game lock and probably your top tournament play as well. But Wheeler makes a nice pivot off of Woodruff if you want to be contrarian. Lance Lynn, ninety eight hundred dollars coming off a of beauty against the Twins his last time out. But only went five innings. He's only on five innings and three straight starts. 
He's got nine Ks and six Ks in his last two, which has helped his fantasy production. But if he's not going deep into games where you are in trouble, it's got to strike out the guys. So keep that in mind. We're looking at, at Lynn. I do like him against Minnesota, a Minnesota team that's been very, very hot and cold this season, a Minnesota team that is um, striking out about 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, the 104 WRC+. Plus. So you can go to Pineda if you want, or Lynn if you want, but I kind of like the Wheeler appeal in a tournament a little more than Lynn, especially with Lynn coming off the last start with Minnesota. Uh, but you can if you so choose. I'm not going to talk you off of it. Then the pitching gets murky. Like you got Blake Snell at eighty nine hundred dollars against Colorado of the Road Rockies, a team you can definitely take advantage of, a team that struggles just period outside of Colorado. But you look like left handed facing left handed pitching on the road this season. You got a Colorado Rockies team that's uh, striking out nearly thirty percent of the time versus left handed pitching with a two fifteen average, one fifteen ISO, and a sixty six WRC plus on the road versus left handed pitching. That is like just beyond atrocious. Um, they, they're they're injury-ridden right now. You have Fuentes and, and Connor Joe and Daza and all these other guys starting to fill in the lineup, but they are a strikeout machine. Problem with Blake Snell, doesn't go deep into games. So what are you going to get? It's $8,900. It is tremendous upside for a guy that we know has got 20 to 30-point potential, but only f- uh, four innings, four and two, th- four and two-thirds, five, five and two-thirds, five, two-thirds, five, four and two-thirds. That's where we're at. He has never made it through five past five and a third innings yet. He threw 84 pitches his last time. The most pitches he's thrown all season is 95. It's the, it's the pure tilt with Blake Snell. In a tournament at $8,900, I love the idea of Snell versus Colorado. Will not trust him in cash at all. But it's one of those, if he gets his efficiency together against this very bad Colorado team, he could light the world on fire. But it is very, very volatile. So if you don't have a solid stomach, do not play Blake Snell. But if you know the risk-reward going into it, play Blake Snell. So $8,900 against Colorado, very intriguing. I love Erod. I love Ryu, but I'm not using either one against those offenses in Dunedin. I'm just going to pass. It's like, kind of like a Coors Field game. If they go off, I'll tip my cap. Otherwise, I'm out, um, and I'll move on on a different day on that one. Uh, Zach Plesak at $8,000 is too cheap. Um, I hated it when he was like ninety five, ten thousand, whatever. But in this 8K range, he's 8,200 last or 83 last time out. Only got 19 points, but that's because he didn't strike any Mariners out, which was really, really weird. Because he took a no-no deep into that game, ended up going eight innings, uh, gave up a couple runs late in that game, but should have got you well over twenty points, and that's with only two strikeouts. So think about you know previous starts seven and six Ks, 24, 30 points. Now he gets an LA Angels team that lost Mike Trout on Monday night. Really good chance he's not playing on Tuesday. So you got Jared Walsh who's hitting everything. You got Swole Otani who's just an absolute monster. And then it's a lot of what ifs in that lineup. Like things can happen. Rendon's back. They have like Jose Iglesias and some other pieces, but nothing that really lights you on fire, like scare you so much. So the Angels striking out 23.5% of the time versus right handed pitching with a 164 ISO, 107 WRC. Plus. But you take Mike Trout out of that lineup, bet you it looks a lot juicier. So a guy like Zach Please, I got $8,000. At worst, you know he's going to go deep into the game unless he just gets shellacked. So give me some Zach Please, I got 8000 If you're building cash lineups, Woodruff Plesak is my one-two punch for cash. One-two punch. Woodruff Plesak. Uh, Andrew Heaney is a very intriguing tournament play at $7,800. We saw the Indians face a lefty on um, on Monday night. Didn't fare too well. They didn't crush him. They didn't get smoked. They didn't crush him. Uh, you got Fran Miel and, and, and Jose Ramirez and company if you want. But overall, Heaney is in play. He's coming off a, a very rough performance against Houston. Pitched great against Tampa. Rough against Seattle. Great at Houston. He needs very, very volatile. That's why he's not a cash game play. Please sex your cash game play. 
But in tournaments, Heaney at $7,800 against Cleveland, who strikes out about 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching with a 193 average, 155 ISO, and 76 WRC+. So they don't hit for a big average. They have some power, but that's about it. They don't strike out a ton either, which is kind of a downside. But Heaney in a tournament at 78 is intriguing. I'd rather have Snell over Heaney in a tournament, but both have similar appeal. And at least Heaney we know has gone deep in games, so he's got that going for him at least. If you want to save money on all that, after Plesak, JT Brubaker at 7600 bucks is an outstanding play. Going up against St. Louis, uh, he's faced him earlier this year. The thing that I love about Brubaker, $7,600. He's given up no more than three runs in any start this year. He's given up two runs or less in two, four, six, six of his seven starts this year. He's got at least five innings in every start except the first one this year. He's got uh, f- uh, five or more Ks and five of seven starts. He's basically 15 points or better in every single start. That is called consistency, folks, and that is what you love in cash. And just in general, because he's got a ceiling as high as 27.3. So he's got like a 15 to like a 30-point window, which is beautiful, especially for tournaments. Going up against the St. Louis offense that came into San Diego swinging it well, then they just got hushed. So you got Brubaker going up against the cards, and it's a very, very enticing matchup. A St. Louis team striking out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching, 222 average, 163 ISO. 88 WRC plus for right-handed pitching. So Brubaker at 76, really, really good tournament play. Has some cash appeal. Really does. With that 15-point floor, really, really does have some cash appeal. I'd rather have Zach Plesak, but I don't mind Brubaker for some reason. For some godforsaken reason in cash, you need $400. You can do Brubaker and Woodruff. Not a problem. So keep Brubaker in mind at 7600 couple more guys down here if you want to get a little cheaper. Spencer Turnbull at 71 at Seattle. Love Turnbull. He's coming back from injury, and he's starting to show uh, get loose a little bit more. He's up to 99 pitches in his last outing, uh, good for six and a third, one earned, seven Ks against Kansas City. Uh, that's the Turnbull we know and love. Before he got hurt, he was doing similar stuff, kind of eased his way back into things. Now he gets a Seattle Mariners offense that is getting shut down by Casey Mize on Monday night, but – as we talked about on the show, Mize is a good tournament play, but he's just not striking guys out, and he didn't strike guys out on Monday. That's the bugaboo with Mize. Turnbull is striking guys out, and that's something to keep in mind facing a Seattle team striking out 25.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 213 average and a 95 WRC+. plus. So the Bull at 71 is a very good value tournament play on this slate if you're looking to mix and match. And if you want to make some cheap lineups so you can get all the bats, you got like you got the Turnbulls, you got the the Brewbakers, the Plesacks, the Snells. You don't have to pay all the way up if you don't want to. I would like to leave with either a a Woodruff or a Wheeler, maybe a Lynn, but I want I'd like to have at least one of those big guys in my lineups tonight and mix it with the lowers. But if you want to go full YOLO, we're gonna talk about some awesome bats to target tonight. You can definitely do something along those lines. Uh, last pitchers we'll talk about here, Justin Dunn, Austin Gomber. If you want to feel frisky, you can. I'd rather not. The punt I'm looking at is Chris Bubick at 4K against Milwaukee Brewers. Bubick's a guy we used a lot last year at, at certain spots for his value. He's shown tremendous upside at times. He also gets rocked from time to time. He's been working out of the Royals' bullpen as a long man, throwing five and five and two-thirds in his last two outings. Combined four hits, no runs, um, seven walks, but eight strikeouts. He's got 14.4 and 19.1 points in his last two outings. If he does that at 4K, I am stoked. Now he's going to start against the Milwaukee team we know he can pick on. Now, I love like guys like Abby Garcia, first left-handed pitching, and some others. There's no doubting that at all. But as a whole, the Milwaukee Brewers offense we know is very bad, striking out 27% of the time, first left-handed pitching. The 237 average, 153 ISO, and a 104 WRC+. 
So Bubik at 4K is definitely in play as a value punt in tournaments. I'm not doing it in cash. I'd rather pay it for Plesak and get value bats than spend 4K on Bubik. That's great. But in tournaments, I'm very much on board for Chris Bubik at $4,000 as a tournament play with Woodruff, with Plesak, with Wheeler, with whoever the heck you want, whatever bats you need. Uh, Bubik does that for you at 4K, and I'm a big, big fan of that on Tuesday. So recapping it, Woodruff up top, he's the guy that I want. Wheeler is a very good pivot off that. Lynn comes in a far third up there. But I like the the Wheeler pivot off of Woodruff if you so choose. If you're feeling frisky and can stomach it, Blake Snell against the Road Rockies is intriguing. Just pray he's efficient so he can go about six innings. That's what you're praying for is efficiency, which he has not shown, but the strikeout should be there against that Rockies lineup. Uh, Zach Plesak's outstanding at 8K. Absolutely outstanding. Woodruff and Plesak is your 1-2 cash game punt uh, pairing. That's what you're doing. Love Plesak in all formats. Just like I love Woodruff in all formats, but in cash especially, Woodruff and Plesak are your guys. Uh, Baker is definitely a play. A nice 15-point floor, so on and so forth. you got Turnbull, Heaney, and then Bubik as your other GPP plays. So a couple good cash plays. Lots of tournament ones in this one. Some people even like some Patrick Corbin at 61. I can't stomach it because I like some bats in that game. Let's talk about the bats. 14-game slate, starting off at the catcher's position. Obviously, lots of plays, period, on the slate. If I miss some, you have questions, I'm on Twitter or in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. We're always chatting it up in there. If I'm not there, there's other guys there doing awesome stuff. So uh, come join the party. Uh, catcher's position, Wilson Contreras went deep on Monday like I'm going to get on Tuesday. Talked about the Cubs versus left-handed pitching. Mentioned Contreras, Baez, Bryant. Well, Contreras and Baez both went deep. Uh, Contreras at 5,200 versus Corbin. I'll go back to Corbin's well. He's got three straight quality starts. Velocity and movement looked better his last time out, but I'm still a believer in what's taking place here, especially against a Cubs offense that loves facing left-handed pitching. So Contreras against Corbin. Like, let's just have some fun with this for a minute. Uh, the Cubs versus left-handed pitching here as a team. They're hitting 233, but with a 177 ISO, 101 WRC plus. So there's there's pros and cons. The thing is, it's the lineup as a whole is not good, but you got Baez, you got Contreras, you got Bryant, even Duffy starting to get it going. There's a new mix and match if you're looking at the Cubbies on this slate. A few other ones to look at here at the catcher's position. You know, Monty Grandal, 4,800 versus Pineda. You can definitely go there. Grandal had a hell of a night. He went 0 for 0. With four walks, an RBI, three runs scored, and scored you 16 DK points without a single technical at-bat in this game. That's the OBP machine known as Yasmani Grandal. So Grandal at 4800 bucks, he's in play again versus Pineda. Yermin Mercedes, big night on uh, Monday. He's 4600 He's in play, with, especially with Abreu out for the uh, the series. Mercedes at 46 as well. It sucks that Mercedes and Grandal, neither one are first base eligible like they were at one point this season which would have made this much more appealing. If you aren't using Austin Gomber, like most of the public, Austin Nola at 42 is very much a play first base catcher eligibility. Uh, like him, if you want a cheaper option, he's worth a look. But I love me some William Contreras versus Sapuki, the lefty for the Mets making his debut. And then the Mets bullpen. So you got Contreras at 4K, Nola at 42, some nice low 4K options. Uh, Mike Zunino for the home run GPP upset at 3,700 versus Harvey is in play for sure. A few others down below here. They're like Higashioka at 33. If he cracks the lineup, sure, against Fulte. He's always a value. I don't mind circling. Um, Francisco Mejia, if he cracks Tampa Bay's lineup, it's only three Cavers, Harvey. That's a nice value in that one. If Plowecki makes the boss lineup, I'm, I'm pretty sure it won't be Plowecki. But if he is, he's only 28 versus Ryu uh, for some nice cheapy value. And then 
Aaron Haas for Detroit's 2,700. Jake Rogers is 26. Two cheap Detroit catchers. Haas was playing the outfield on Monday. Rogers was catching. Haas went deep. Haas is the guy I've talked about and wrote about at Roto Baller. Big time power numbers in the minors. He's, he's had a great start to the season here. So he's in play, and so is Jake Rogers at 27 and 26 for Detroit versus Justin Dunn. Um, I think that's about it. You, you might get some more guys that pop up as lineups come out with those. That should be enough for the catcher's position. First base, you have the one, the only, Vladito. He has just been a one-man machine homer in the three straight games. He's 5800 bucks versus Erod tonight. I love me some Erod, but that's a great spot there for Vladito. Um, Max Muncy's intriguing. Merrill Kelly starting for Arizona. I love taking lefties versus Kelly. He gives up a lot of power to left-handed hitting, so Muncy at 55 is quite the uh, – Interesting play there. Uh, Luke Voigt went deep on Monday's 5,200 as he keeps getting him back from his injury. Yuli Guriel versus the lefty Manaya at 51. We love Guriel versus lefties, but in reality, all you should be paying for it's first base outfit eligible. Swalhe Otani. I love Plesak. If you're not using Plesak, Swalhe, who went deep again on Monday, he's 4,900 bucks. He's got like close to 30 DK points on Monday. Like they're the last couple innings of their game as I re- finished recording here. He's just been a beast. Like he is night in and night out. So Swole at 49, like that. Jared Walsh at 45 if you want to be contrarian against Plesak, who should be kind of popular. So an Angels-contrarian approach could be quite interesting as well. A few other ones to take a look at here. Cronenworth, 4K, is first base, second base eligible. Probably prefer him at second base. Matt Olson's a nice tournament play because, you know, he's, he's kind of boomer bust. But 4K for Matt Olson versus Christian Javier, that's a good price tag. Olson was up near 5K not too long ago, so you get a nice discount there. I love the Texas Rangers tonight against Jamison Tyon, especially for the discount they bring. So a guy like Nate Lowe at 3800 bucks against Tyon is a tremendous value. It allows you to pay up for some pitching if you want and get some niceness there. I also like Washington a lot with some of their value. They have some expensive pieces, but guys like Josh Bell at 3300 bucks who's starting to get it going. Ten more points on uh, Monday. He's got 10, 5, 20, and uh, 18, 16 over his last four games. So really starting to heat up. Great matchup for Zach Davies. In Wrigley, so Josh Bell at 33 is a nice value. Could even be cash game relevant on that one. Other than that, like Bobby Dahlbeck at 29 is a good tournament player versus Ryu in that hitter friendly Dunedin. Uh, Connor Jover Snell at 25, Jonathan Scope at 25. But I don't think I'm going to go too much lower than um, Josh Bell at 33 if I don't have to. Second base position, Marcus Simeon has gone nuclear of ladies, $5,800. Love him. In this game, as cash game, as a, as a stack, whatever you need, he's a phenomenal play if you can afford it. Otherwise, like Ozzy Albies at fifty five for three hundred less, sure he's in play. Corey Polanco at fifty three, not bad. I'd prefer if I'm paying up five k plus, just find a way to get to Simeon if you can. Uh, it's not always doable, but if you can, um, Gene Segura is five k. It's really tough to stomach five k, but I am looking at a Philly stack versus Nidart. Nidart has been a very pitch to contact guy. And walks a lot of guys. So he gets himself in trouble, gives it the big blast. You can stack against Niner quite a bit. So I like Segura at 5,000. Tough to pay it. Not a must in the Philly stack, but he could be there if it fits your builds appropriately. Um, if you're not using Zach Wheeler, Jack Chis- Jazz Chisholm is back at 44, and I always love me some some jazzy jazz. So that that's a good one there. If David Boat cracks the Washington or the Chicago lineup, second base, third base at 43, he's been playing well versus left-handed pitching. Um, another guy similar to Nidart, John Gant for St. Louis. Tons of walks, tons of pitch to contact. I'm going to keep attacking, attacking, attacking. Because if you look at his overall profile, the big bomb is coming any day. He's avoided so much damage in his last few starts. It's unbelievable and so tilting when you stack against him. But I'm going to continue to stack. And now you get Pittsburgh tonight, who's cheap and will be no owned. Adam Frazier at 41 is a very, very intriguing play against Gant in this matchup. 
a uh, few others here. It's a 14 game slate, so you got to kind of plant your flag. There's lots of ways to go. Uh, Gavin Lux is really heating up. He's only 33 versus Kelly. We talked about power hitting lefties versus Merrill Kelly. Lux at 33 is an outstanding value on this slate. Um, other than that, though, you can make an argument for Pat Vileka, Luis Arias. I'd rather go up to, to Lux if I'm trying to save some cash there. Nick Madrigal, monster Monday night. He's 2900 bucks for Pineda. He hit second on Monday. If he's hitting towards the top of the order, he has a lot of value there. Uh, Dylan Moore is 2700 Did not crack the lineup on Monday, so he's swinging it really well. He's a value. Keston here is back with Milwaukee. He's first base, second base eligible. Only 2700 bucks for his Bubik if, uh, if here it cracks the lineup. That is a very, very intriguing value as well. And then Nick Maton, second base shortstop eligible for the Phillies. He's 2400 We were talking about um, the Phillies versus Nidart. Some value. Nick Maton had a monster Sunday. He went three for four with two dongs, the first of his career for 40 points. He got 46, 0, 3, 12 over his last five. 2400 bucks for Maton is an extreme value. It's cash game viable as well against Nick Nidart. And then other than that, like you can go with Kim versus Gombert, 22 if you need to. Um, Sung Kim of San Diego at 2,200. So lots of value, as you'd expect, on a 14-game slate. Third base, you got Joe Ram. Uh, Jay Ram, you got Bregman versus Benai at 57. was not too shabby. But uh, Machado went deep on Monday. Another great spot at 5,300 bucks versus Gombert on Tuesday. Um, going below 5K, though, Junior Schiller at 48. It's always on my radar. Juan Moncada had a nice game going on Monday. He's 47. First, Pineda mentioned David Boat already at 43. Uh, Kyle Seeger's always a GPP play at 42 versus Turnbull. Heimer Condelario at 4K is a nice little value if you're looking for Dunn. Austin Riley went deep on Monday. Love him at 36 versus Sabuki. Good price tag there. Uh, Matt Duffy's only 3400 bucks. That's ridiculous, especially if you're stacking Chicago. That's a great value. But just what he's doing at the plate, hitting fifth, that's a really good price point to save some cash at third base if you need to. So Matt Duffy at 34. I like the savings there. Other than that, like Josh Fuentes is 28, coming off a of player of the week, 100s for the National League, which is banana lands. Uh, Phil Gosselin is 24, which please act probably not going there. But not as much value at third base, but still some if you need it. Shortstop position, Trey Turner hit his 10th home run of the year on Monday night. He is 6K. Just price tag goes up. It doesn't matter, especially if you're stacking Washington. There's so many other cheap pieces. You can make trade dog work. So he's 6K. You got Bogarts and Dunedin against Ryu at 58. Very intriguing. Same with Bo Bichette at 56. Uh, Tim Anderson, but I'd rather go to Bichette and Bogarts tonight. But Anderson has three career home runs off Pineda. So keep him in mind at 55. Baez went deep on Monday. So as usual, shortstop's loaded, especially up top. Stack pieces. Stacking Chicago, yeah, Baez. Stacking the White Sox, which you very well could be. Anderson, Jays, Bichette, so on and so forth. Uh, not too many one-offs if you're going up here. Uh, at the shortstop position. But if you want to save some cash, Jay Urshela is third base and shortstop eligible, so you can go that route. Jazz Chisholm at 44, as we mentioned. Uh, Nico Goodrum's intriguing at 42 if you're stacking Detroit versus Dunn, which I don't think many will, but if you need to, go for it. Uh, Swanson's 41 if you want to go that route. Uh, a few others. IKF, if you're stacking Texas, is 3700 versus Tyon. That's a nice value play with the Texas stack. We talked about Texas. Very, very affordable as usual. Uh, going down even lower, you know, like Willie Adamas is 31 versus Matt Harvey. If you need it, it's not bad. Kevin Newman's only 27 versus Gant. That's a very nice value. Another left-handed bat versus Gant, a guy to expose there with Pittsburgh. I wish Moran was healthy. Uh, Nick Maton, 2,400. Tyler Wade's been playing a lot. He's 2,400. Denny Mindix playing. He's 24. He went deep on Monday. Then Kim at 22. So lots of values down here. Maton's probably my favorite because of night art, but lots of guys down here at shortstop as well. 
All right, let's head to the outfield and wrap her up here. You got uh, you know Acuna off a down Monday, so bounce back hopefully coming up. Uh, Judge at 6K, but Soto at 59 versus Davies. Chris Bryant versus Corbin at 58, both outstanding plays. I prefer Judge and Soto, but all are really good plays at top here. That's why they're priced where they are. Uh, J.D. Martinez versus Lefty at 58 is intriguing, but uh, save some cash. Rose Reign is 5K. Shohei Otani 49, some nice looks in those two games. T. Oscar Hernandez is only 45 in that matchup versus Erod. Uh, he's been on fire lately, so it's really good good price point there for T. Oscar. McCutcheon, a nice right-handed bat versus Nyard at 44. If you are stacking up Philly, McCutcheon is very, very live in his matchup. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes went deep on Monday. He's 43 versus Heaney. Don't mind that. Trent Grisham only 42 versus Gomber is a nice value. It's lefty-lefty, but I don't see Gomber being too long for this game. Schwarber went deep again on Monday. The dude is on fire. Talk about how Bell's heating up. Schwarber's hitting 300 over his last 10 with four home runs. Averaging over 12 points per game. So Schwarber at 4K versus Davies is very, very, very live tonight. A few others here. Uh, you know, Connett 39 is okay. Austin Meadows versus 38, though, is a phenomenal, phenomenal GPP play. It has some some turn, um, some cash game appeal, but in, in tournaments at 3800 bucks, you got Meadows versus Matt Harvey. I am very, very intrigued by that play at that price point. Uh, Joey Gallo is only 38, not too bad. Um, don't mind that. A few other cheapies as you go down, like Alex Verdugo's 36 versus a lefty. Um, that's in play. Kyle Tucker's only 36 versus Manaya. If you're stacking Houston, that's a very, very good look for you. Ian Happ's 35, but it is lefty-lefty, so make sure Happ's in the lineup first. Brian Reynolds is only 3500 bucks. We mentioned Frazier. We mentioned Newman. Reynolds at 35 is outstanding. He's swinging a very, very good bat. And then here's our boy, Adelise. Garcia, thirty five hundred bucks went deep off of Garrett Cole on Monday. My favorite play again from Texas first tie on. Like we mentioned, low we mentioned Gallo, we mentioned IKF. Garcia's thirty five hundred bucks. They are so cheap in Texas, so you can have some fun with that one. A few others here. Pray for Kevin Pilara. He's tweeted out that he's okay, but he took a bullet to the face. It was ridiculous blood. Yeah, it was a mess. Very very messy. If you're not using Chris Bubick though, Lorenzo Cain's only 33, and Avisel Garcia is 33. Avisel Garcia is my favorite play for the Brewers, if no Bubick being used. But you have Garcia's cheap, Cain's cheap. Casting here is 37 or 27. You could have some fun with Milwaukee if you want to make a cheap stack there. Uh, going down to the low 3Ks, Willie Calhoun's 3200 bucks. He had a double and a home run off of Garrett Cole. Again, another cheap piece of Texas. Texas is uber cheap. Tommy Pham's only 31 versus Gomber. Nice value against Gomber. Um, yeah, Renfro at 3K in a tournament versus Ryu. You can definitely do that because we know when Renfro is hot, he hits lefties well. So in a tournament, I don't mind it at 3K. Other than that, you know, Jared Clinic's only $2,900. That's very, very cheap and a great matchup. I love Turnbull a lot, but that's cheap for Clinic. Gregory Polanco's 27. If you're stacking Pittsburgh, Gregory Polanco is a phenomenal value at 2700 Dylan Moore at 27 we talked about. David Dahl's only 27 for Texas. If you want another piece of cheap Texas action, Dahl's come back from the IL and slowly heating up, so don't sleep on him at 27. And then other than that, check your lens. There's a lot of guys in here. Victor Robles is getting going. Trevor Larnick's down here. Tyrone Taylor's down here versus a lefty. Uh, there's a lot. Maybe Yadiel Hernandez cracks the lineup. I don't know. O'Grady for San Diego. There's Gomber's got some power upside. Uh, Stevenson maybe cracks the lineup for Washington at 21. Kai Tom at 21. There's tons and tons. Andrew Vaughn's only 2,100 versus Pineda, which is criminal. So tons of value. Tons of value for stacks, for cash, for tournaments. See what comes out in the lineup. See where they, they're in a, a favorable spot, so on and so forth, and attack at will. 
recapping your pitching at Woodruff up top. He's the top cash game play, top GPP play if you're paying up tonight. Wheeler's a good GPP pivot off of Woodruff. Lends a, a far third from the big two. You got Snell, if you can stomach it, at $8,900. The upside with the strikeouts is, is huge. Just make sure you can stomach it. Plesak's phenomenal to $8,000. Woodruff, Plesak, my one-two cash game punch. Probably my one-two tournament punch, but they're going to be probably a little popular. So cash, fine, tournament. Might have to vary a little bit there. Heaney, Brubaker, Turnbull, really good 7K GPP play, especially the floor Brubaker brings to the table, but they all have really good upside. Heaney, Brubaker, and Turnbull. And if you're punting, Bubik at 4K. I don't mind Dunn and Gomber, but I'm probably not going to go there. I'd rather attack Gomber, especially with San Diego. But Bubik at 4K, I love the upside. We used him a lot last year, and he's been pitching well so far to the bullpen, and you can take advantage of Milwaukee, especially in the strikeout department. So keep that in mind. All right, if you're stacking it up on this 14-game slate, you got uh, Philadelphia versus Nider. Talked about that. I always like attacking Harvey with the Tampa Bay. It's just their offense is so bad, so it's pretty much Meadows. And if you want to go off, you can, but I prefer going to Philadelphia. I can see the Tampa Bay appeal if you're getting if you're getting frisky for sure. Um, Atlanta's going to go off eventually. They just never do it for me, so I'll let somebody else enjoy that. Boston, Toronto. I love the Toronto side on that one. I like both, but Toronto for sure. Love, love, love the Nationals tonight against Zach Davies. Like the Cubs a bit, especially the big dogs versus the lefties and Duffy. Throw him there at 3,400. But love the Nationals versus Davies. White Sox versus Pineda. Jumping all over that train again. Pittsburgh versus St. Louis. Nice contrarian. Looks same with Texas versus Tyon. That Texas match. like Texas and Washington are both super cheap, or at least enough cheap pieces to get the expensive pieces to go with it and have a lot of fun there. So Texas and Washington for sure. A few others. If you're not using Bubik, Milwaukee, is very, very live for you. And then other than that, San Diego versus Austin Gomber. All right, loaded slate. Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick if you have any questions and join the free Fantasy DJ Slack chat. We'll be around to help everybody out on that one. If you give a rate and review on the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. And also, go check out my written content at rotobar.com. We'll have the free DraftKings article out on Tuesday for you. And go watch the video at the Rotobar YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and share all the goodies there. But for now, we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. But this was... MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 18th edition. I'm out.